Welcome everyone, and this is 4th of July week. Lots of parties, lots of fun, lots of good food, picnics. Now, if you don't live in the United States, you need to realize that 4th of July, in my opinion, is the biggest national holiday in the United States. Because it's when we got our independence from England. So we celebrate. And when we celebrate, that usually involves music, a lot of us, alcohol, fireworks, family, friends, and usually something to do with the beach. And for the past five years, I worked at the airport, and my 4th of July consisted of People, can I say this? People not in a good mood to get on an aircraft because it's 4th of July and they'd rather be partying. Or dealing with the people who sat at the bar in the airport who were drunk off their ass and were not supposed to put them on the aircraft, but whenever we call our supervisor, they would still put them on. So, you know how it is. So, this 4th of July is my first one. Actually, one of my first ones since I've been here in Florida. But 4th of July has a very special time to me. It reminds me of my childhood. Because my childhood, 4th of July, was a blast. First, we started off first thing in the morning, and we had cray paper. Red, white, and blue cray paper. I don't even know if they... Yeah, they still make that stuff. And we would decorate our bicycles. And we would put cards on them so they sound like they had a motor. And we would decorate our bikes. And all the kids, we would have a bike parade around our street. We lived in a small street, 20 houses. That went into a circle. So it was a dead-end street. So people really didn't come down our street unless they lived there. So we would just ride around the block in a line with our bikes until we got tired. And then we'd come down to my house. My mom would always have popsicles for us. We'd have popsicles. And that was 4th of July. And then on the day before, the night before, we had a big block party. And they'd bring all the grills down into the circle, and they'd cook all this food, and all the men would drink and smoke cigarettes, and all the women would sit around talking to each other. And us kids, we would just be running around the neighborhood playing like we did any other day until the fireworks came out. And when the fireworks came out, it was really cool because each kid got to light one firework. We only got to light one, then we had to sit over on the curb and watch the adults do it. And I'll tell you one thing. The kids could light the fireworks better than a bunch of drunken fathers. (laughs) is what they were. So... You never see, like, some of the fathers had way too much to drink, and they would light the firework, and they would try to run, and they would fall flat on their face on the concrete in the circle. 
And then it was always the one smart-ass drunk dad that would shoot a firework at another father. And then that would just start arguments and all this. So the block party was fun until the end. But that's what we did for our 4th of July. Many people that live near water go to the beach. They go swimming. And that's what they do here in Florida. But I've never been able to do it. So this is my first year. And I'm so excited to do that. I was actually looking for Phil. Because I have a project for Phil to do with me. We are going to go to a paddleboard company. And I'm going to get Phil on a paddleboard. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want to get Phil on a paddleboard. Because I think I can have a lot of fun. I'm not doing it, because I've done paddleboard in the past. But I did it when I was in St. Croix on the ocean. And I did not like it, for a lot of reasons. I can just tell you, Phil's going to have the same problem. Because when your weight's not equally proportioned to your body... You tend to be either top-heavy, bottom-heavy, or belly-heavy. And when you're belly-heavy, let me tell you, you keep walking forward and the board shoots out from behind you and you end up in the water. And your board ends up like 20 meters away. And then you have to go swim and get it. So I'm going to have Phil get on the paddleboard and try to demonstrate that. I just got to find him. I don't know where he's at. But that's what we're going to start with today. And then maybe go to have lunch somewhere. Or early dinner. And then what else sounds good? I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go. Like usual. That's how we do it here. We just go and talk to people and find someone we'll talk to. And then we put them on the show. And hopefully they have something good to say. So everyone, what I want you to do is listen to our sponsors, but please remember, always subscribe to our YouTube page. You can go to my website, trippinwithsilverdaddy.com. Remember, there's never a G in Trippin. And there you can go to all the social media sites and look at all the photographs that were taken this week and put it on Instagram. I will be right back. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. When Silver Daddy needs to go shopping, you know where you'll find me. I'll be at Leatherworks. Let me tell you, the reason I love this place is because it is the premier fetish and leather shop in the Southeast. Not just in my area, but in the entire Southeast. You know, they are inclusive of all sexuality, genders, and body types. So even me, Daddy Bear, I can find things at Leatherworks. Their quality of their leather products is incredible. You know, they make a lot of the stuff in shop. But they only use the highest quality leather. You can join the Lifestyle Club program. You know, it offers discounts on in-store products and classes. Yes, classes. They offer classes and they have quarterly parties for the community. If you need to get something, you can go to leatherworks.com. In the works is W-E-R. RKS, go there and you can buy online. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. I'm really excited 
because I am going to talk about something that I find fascinating. Hey, everyone, we're going to talk about water sports. That's right, but not probably the water sports you're thinking of. And I'm here with Jay, and we are at Sunrise Paddleboard. Yep, that's it. And we're right on the border of pretty much Wilton Manors, Oakland Park, whatever, right on the border. Yep. And we're right on Federal Highway. Yep, Middle River. So we're, um, you know, either direction. You can go into Wilton Manors and check out all those cool houses. Get out towards the Intracoastal, towards George English Park and Sunrise Boulevard. So a lot to explore out here. Yeah, and the one thing I did notice is the water looks really clear. And you guys are also involved in cleaning up the water, correct? Yep, yep. we have a um, clean water, uh, water cleanup with Kent. He does those on Thursday mornings. He goes into Wilton Manors, does the seven-mile loop, give them uh, buckets and trash pickers, and they just clean up the river. It's a really cool project. When you say seven-mile loop, is that so this, the loop around well, all of Wilton Manors is yep. seven miles? Yeah, right across. We go under a bridge, and you can either go left or right. It goes all the way up to 95 and all the way back here. So it's cool. It's a great exercise, too, if you just do it on your own, whether it's the water cleanup or not. Yeah, that sounds like a nice exercise, seven miles for someone you know, but I could do that with no problem. We'll yeah. just move right along. Yeah, on this I mean, one. I got the record, but I mean, I you got think the you, record. I think you might. Well, for the shop record, for the, the shop, shop record. record, how fast? Hour and a half. You did seven miles in an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you pick anything up, or was it just a record? To see who? No, go just the to see how fast I could do it. That's it. That's pretty damn fast. <laughs> Compared to the real racers, no. It, somebody, a uh, customer could come with a racing board and, and kick my ass, more or less. But Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, are you from here? No, I'm actually up from uh, Rhode Island. I moved here about a year and a half ago. What part of Rhode Island were you well, from? Well, I mean, it's really small. Providence, Providence. Oh, Providence. Yeah. But yeah, it's but... at least you know where Rhode Island is. A lot oh, of people, I've been to Rhode Island. Yeah, people don't, you know, they're like, oh, cool, Long Island, New York. I'm like, no, 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 no it's no, a state. No. Come on, man. Come on. No, <laughs> one of the original states, yeah, one of exactly. the smaller states, but yep. has some beautiful beachfront oh, area. Yeah. Three months out of the year, there's no place I'd rather be for the rest of the year. I'd rather be anywhere else. Yeah, Love it gets kind of cold there, up there, yeah. doesn't it? Yep. So you guys do a lot here. It's not just paddle boards. We do paddle boards. We do kayaks. Um, we have electric bike tours. We do snorkeling uh, excursions. So. Where do you do snorkeling? Here uh, on the river? No, 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 no. Lauderdale by the sea. Oh, so, Lauderdale by yeah, the sea. Yep. The reef out there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a reef, right, everyone? If you know where Lauderdale by the sea, there's a pier and there's a reef yep. that's right offshore. That's a great snorkeling and diving area. Yeah, so we take the paddle boards out there so you can paddle, you can snorkel, switch it up if you get tired of either one. It's cool. It's a lot of fun. And Kent's great with that. So I just want to ask you about the water behind you and the river. Is it Middle River? It's Middle River, yeah. So technically it's brackish water. Closer you go to the intracoastal, the the saltier it gets. Uh, Further west you go into Wilton Manors, the fresher it gets. So. for my followers that don't understand brackish water. Half salt, half fresh. Yeah, it's a mixture. Yeah. It depends how much the tide's coming in. Kind of like my attitude, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Your attitude. I was going to say mine. Everyone knows I have the attitude. They all know I'm the queen bee. So, yeah, I can I can turn it on and off as fast as you want. Nice. But it does. The water does rise and fall yeah. with tide, yep. correct? Yep. We'll send you into the current, so that's... 
technically how you should do it. Um, you know, the harder part first, then we turn around and it's easier on the way back. So, so yeah. this water, what type, what will you find in the water? Like if you're paddle boarding, like am I worrying about alligators? No alligator. I mean, technically, chances water, are never they're zero. Al- they're going to be alligators. But have we ever, I ever seen one? No. There's been reports, but I think they were just really big iguanas. So the most dangerous thing in these waters are the coconuts. The they, coconuts. Yeah, they kill uh, 10 times more people than sharks and alligators combined. That is something that is so true and people don't realize. Yeah. A falling coconut when there's a thunderstorm coming up is one of the most dangerous oh. things that you can have. 150 people a year. Really? Yeah, opposed to sharks and alligators, they claim 10 on average. Worldwide. 10 versus 150 with coconuts. You know? Oh my God, that's a fact that I'm going to remember because I didn't know that. Yeah, next time you're taking a siesta under a uh, palm tree, just remember that. Well, I have friends who are really (laughs) into landscaping that down here, and the first thing they'll tell you is don't plant a palm tree. Yeah. Because it doesn't provide the shade that the land really needs. Do a live oak. Yeah. So, and then you won't get hit in the head. But... Alligators and coconuts aside, we, um, we'll we see manatee season is mid-November to mid-March. We'll see those. They're great. They're awesome. They're uh, really trying to figure out a way to increase their population by regrowing the seagrass, that kind of thing. Right. Um, you'll see any all types of different birds, you know, heron, uh, ibis, that kind of thing, iguanas. So it's cool. What about sharks? No sharks. I mean... Sharks and dolphins, will they be up this far in the river? It's possible, but it, they're probably sick or lost kind of thing. Yeah, but and that's the one thing, like when I used to teach diving, that's the first thing. I always ask that because that's the first thing people always want to know about. Yeah. Ever since the movie Jaws came out, they all want to know about sharks, as they're sharks. And I used to tell people when I went diving, first thing they would ask about the sharks, I'm like, the sharks are the least of your concern. Yeah. They are in the water, surprisingly. That's where they live. My biggest concern when I used to dive in the water, and I told everyone, is watch out for the fire coral and watch out for the jellyfish. Yeah, yeah. Those are more dangerous and hurt more than you'll ever see with a shark. But you do a lot of different things because you also have... um, Brinley. uh, She's a yoga instructor. She does that every Sunday at noon. Um, you want a crazy exercise and then be able to brag about to your friends that you did yoga on a paddleboard, then that's for you, for sure. We got full moon tours every month. Um, Jay's great at that. Alicia does summer camps. She's great with children. She's a teacher on the side. Well, actually, that's full-time, not on the side. She's here on the side. Um, so she's great with kids. We got Troy. He's my buddy over here. He does the bike tours and eco tours um, that tour downtown Fort Lauderdale. On bikes? On Yeah, electric bikes, which are great. Um, oh, the electric bikes. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. So you really get to see a lot of Fort La- Lauderdale on an electric bike. They go up to 20 miles an hour, so they're fun. All you need to do is be able to ride a bike, which most people can do. And I hear Brian, the owner, yeah, is like really good. He's, uh, <laughs> he's really great at annoying us. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's no. <laughs> no we're, plug, we're plugging Brian right now because I want a free paddleboard, Brian. Brian is like the expert customer service, yeah. the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> yeah. So everyone, when you come, ask for Brian. Yeah, exactly. He'll be here for sure. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, to build a business like this, he's been in business for 11 years. 
um, you know, kudos to him, and it's it's a great place to work. So. And you guys have been here at this location for almost six, seven years now, yeah. right? Because yep. ever since I lived here, yep. which is about seven years, I've always seen you here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. You'll I used see to... our big paddleboard as you drive oh, by. Oh, yeah. I used North to sit right next door and we'll smoke cigars and oh, yeah. just watch the people out here That's a workout, too, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Wouldn't it be nice to be young again? But let me tell you, it, there's not an age for this. There is not an age. Because actually, as you get older, the first thing to go is your balance. So coming out here and you know, doing the paddleboard is great. I mean, it's a great core workout. We re- recommend that older people come and do it. Because if you fall, you just, the worst that's going to happen is you're going to land in the water. Versus falling down the stairs or breaking something. It's not a big deal, and it's a great workout. We have people in their 70s that do it obviously the teenagers stuff like that it's it's something for everybody for sure yeah and maintaining your balance when you get older i can testify to this water hurts a lot less than if you think you're going to do anything like rollerblading on concrete let me tell you water doesn't break bones exactly so it's a much better thing to do well you guys do a lot of really cool things here yeah for sure no, it's uh, it's a lot of fun working here, doing the tours, meeting up people from all over the country. Um, yeah. Do you guys have a website if people we want do. to reach you? What's your website? SunrisePaddleboards.com. Um, we're on Instagram, Sunrise Paddleboards, and Facebook. So check us out there for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. And I'm going to take some photographs of the of the building and the place and yep. put it on my Instagram. So everyone, you can see that. You can just go to... Silverdaddy.com. I'm sorry, go to Trippin' with Silverdaddy.com. You can find all my social media. I'll put some photographs up there for everyone. Hey, everyone, I got to take a break. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Have you seen the new Cannonball website for 2023? It's amazing. It's one of the most beautiful websites I've seen for any event. Cannonball is taking place October 26th to November 1st in the Fort Lauderdale-Wilton Manors area. And it's the perfect time to come to South Florida. The weather is perfect. The beach is great. The ocean is at its warmest time. Oh my God, this is going to be so much fun. And there's so many things to do. You just need to look at all these different events that's going to take place i mean everything from we're going to a spa excursion there's foam parties there's swim parties and it's the week of halloween so there's a concert jam costume party you know there's everything that you could possibly want to do oh wow there's also we're going on airboats we get to go into the everglades and see the alligators and there's the jungle queen The Jungle Queen is so much fun. But one thing, you don't even have to worry about food. They have you covered with food. You have everything from, we have the Sharma dinner. There's the barbecue. There's the brunch with the queens. That's always hysterical. And then there's the Mediterranean banquet show. You need to go and check this out. You need to go to cannonballbash.com. And you need to make your reservations now because this sells out. This is one of the largest events in South Florida. I will be there and I want to see you there. And we need to get into that foam pool together. Welcome back everyone to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Hey, 
I am right in the heart of Wilton Manors on Wilton Manors Drive. When I say I'm right in the middle, on the heart, in the heart, on the heart, I guess I'm in the heart, whatever. I am right here and I'm at one of my favorite places. I'm at Courtyard Cafe. And I am with, let me tell you this, I am with the, don't tell anyone I said this, I am with the very best server and customer service and everything that you can find. I'm here with Joyce. Hi, Joyce. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So you work here at Courtyard. I do, yes. How long have you been here? It's just about a little under under a year now. Just under a year? Just under a year. Oh, this has to be an eye-opening experience for you. It, it is, yes. Very different from any place I've ever worked. I just can imagine. <laughs> now, this place is open, like, late, right? Yes, on the weekends. It's open uh, all night. All night oh, long. I think it's on sat, uh, Friday night and Saturday night. So you probably get all the people in the bars are closing. Hopefully you don't work that shift. I do not work that shift. Oh, you are so lucky <laughs> because that would be the shift I would come in. And I know how I can't make my mind up when I've had a few cocktails. Yes, yes. So, so you work here in, what do you do primarily here? Server? Sir, yes. Customer service? Yes, so customer service. Um, I enjoy my job. I actually have three degrees that I do not use because I absolutely love the restaurant business. And particularly here in Wilton Manors, I've never experienced such wonderful people and kindness and uh, just just a breath of fresh air for the people that come here. Really? And, yes. and you're not really what we would say a part of the actual family. No, sir. So no. what I tell people, you're a non-gay. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a supporter. You're a big I, supporter. I'm a big supporter. Yes. So let me tell everyone a little story about how I met Joyce. So I had a friend in town recently, and he loves this place. And we came in, and that's all he kept talking about. Oh my God, they were in here one night, drunk as anything, and there was this just hot bear, hot daddy bear. And they were all flirting with him. I guess he was sitting by himself. And they were all flirting with him and all that. And they just thought he was like the hottest person they have ever met. Because they do like silver daddies and bears. That's how, that's why they're my friend. So basically, after going through all this, did you come over and say, that's my husband? Yes. Yes, I, I wanted them to know that he was unavailable. <laughs> so... So my friends were in here hitting on a straight guy, yep. or a non-gay as I would say, yes. and it was Joyce's husband. Yes. But why this is so funny, so I came in, I guess it was just a couple weeks ago, he was back in town, and he was telling us this story. And Joyce comes over and says, well my husband's here, he's in the back room, would you like me to go get him? I never saw my friend <laughs> go from this Mr. I-know-everything professional to looking like a high school girl. He was like <laughs> so nervous and shaking, and I took a picture of him, and we laughed. Joyce, I don't know if you saw that picture. We laughed so hard because he's like, 
cuddling his hands like he's yes. nervous yes. in his face and your <laughs> husband's just there smiling it was so much fun it was it was but that's when i first met joyce and i was like oh my god you are just a breath of fresh air <laughs> thank you thank you very and, nice to say <laughs> and they must be very lucky to have you on staff oh I, I hope they think that yes yes so we won't get into the real nasty details, but I bet you've seen some funny things that has happened here. That has been one of the funniest because my husband, being being non-gay, doesn't know how to react to a male's attention. Of course, he knows how to react to females' attention. Or it's very odd. He doesn't understand what he's supposed to do. So he says, "Just say thank you," you know, like you would any other time. But uh, we have a lot of people of last year gay pride. We had a lot of people all dressed up, and but I mean, it's 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 very natural for some, you know, for me even now. Um, before at the beginning, I was not used to the holding hands and kissing in public and that. But I mean, live and let live, you know. It it became very natural for me to see that and, and say, oh, that's normal, you know. Yeah, and the, and I understand that because a lot of times when I travel and go places. And when I was dating someone, like, we would go to a city and, like, you get there and you can't feel like yourself. Like, right. you can't hold their hand. Right. Because you're afraid what others will say right. or look. Right. But I think it's great because I'm older. I mean, everyone knows that. Well, it's just, you know, I'm before the computers even came out. Me too. So, <laughs> I'm kind of like... You know, this is just a new thing, but back then it was so different. Right. Nowadays, right. the younger people, like, this is just a this norm. Regular. Everything. And that's why when I moved here, I loved the place. And I actually, even as a straight female, um, it's very freeing to be able to talk to a male and say, you are so handsome, without having to worry about, oh, she's hitting on me, and all. So I can actually give compliments to people that I normally might not, a straight men, because I'm married and I don't want there to be any, you know, underlying thoughts. Right. But um, it's so nice now to be able to say, you look great in that shirt and not have anybody think anything of, other than it's a compliment. Right. You know? So and that's a great it thing. It really is very refreshing. But another thing I heard about you is that you and your husband's really active in the arts and craft world, correct? Yes, yes, yes. So what what type of art and craft do you do? So we were just on the Art Walk, which was uh, last Saturday from 6 to 9. It's the thir every third Saturday of the month. And we had some tables out, and I actually make soap. Um, it's a little more creative than just like bars of soap because I have molds of all kinds of different things um, to include, say, like uh, little rubber duckies and children's soap, all different types of soaps for different skins, um, different fragrances. And I also make candles, same thing, you know, in different molds. Um, my husband makes wreaths that are absolutely gorgeous. Like holiday wreaths, like Christmas and different or, seasonal type wreaths? Yes, but also beach. Uh, he made a gay wreath with the different colors. He made a peacock wreath. So not necessarily only holiday things, okay. but also just regular things that you'd just hang on your door. And keep it there all year. That's right. Yes. Which is nice. It is nice. You don't and, have to be changing. And because we're, yeah, and because we're not, you know, on a website or anything, we we can make the prices very affordable. Where right. most wreaths are, can be up to $200, ours are not. 
Great. Uh, yeah. So. So to see your artwork, <laughs> just so everyone knows, in Wilton Manors, every third Saturday, mm -hmm. there's an artwork, art walk in Wilton Manors. Yes. So you can go there and you, are you normally there each month? We will be, yes. Oh, great. Yes, this was our first one, so yeah, we finally Did had you it. like it? I loved it. I loved it. So a lot of people that I knew, my uh, co-workers all came down to support and purchased a lot of items. Adam next door, right. he, uh, he also purchased a lot of things. So we felt very uh, welcome and always do feel very welcome. Um, at first, when we first moved here, we didn't actually know if we were allowed to be here because after all the things that uh, straight people, not me personally, but straight people have put gays through, we thought maybe it was now time to kind of almost not get even, but almost time to um, pay back. But that couldn't be further from the truth. Could wow. not be further from the truth. So. Wow, I'm really glad yeah. that you feel comfortable and oh, you do this much. and support the community. I do, yes. Because it's very important for people to support the community. Yes. So let's, I want to talk, ask you one question. Though. Sure. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. What's your favorite fragrance of soap that you make? Um, your personal favorite. Probably, oh, I would say that probably the Japanese uh, Mandarin. Japanese, Japanese Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah, it's really wow. sweet, very flowery, um, kind of almost Hawaiian-ish. Uh, very, very, very sweet. Very sweet, you know, just, and, and plus it comes on um, different, like for instance, if you have very sensitive skin, we have certain soaps for that. We have milk and donkey soap, which people are like, donkey soap? But, you know, yeah, it, it's very good for your skin. All organic. Um, we have fragrance-free as well. Wow, there's so much that you can do. If you want to see Joyce, come here to Courtyard Cafe or go to the Art Walk. Hey everyone, I gotta take a break. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. I have the most beautiful luxury home for you, and it's for sale. And if you don't want it, buy it from me, Silver Daddy. It is right in Wilton Manors. We can live in the gayest area of the United States. It's at 12 Northeast 26th Street. This house is beautiful, and it is set for having parties. Let me tell you, on the first floor, everything opens to a huge deck that actually has a roof over it so you don't get wet, and there is a swimming pool, and the swimming pool has a waterfall. The entire property is surrounded with palm trees. We can get naked. And upstairs, off the bedrooms, there's a huge deck with a jacuzzi. Hey, I took a lot of pictures. Go to my website and check it out. And, you know, it's actually a steal. It's only $1.5 So buy it for me. Go to TrippinWithSilverDaddy.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Hey, I'm still here in Wilton, Man. I'm still at, and I'm going to have my guest tell me, where am I at? Island Sands Inn. I'm at Island Sands Inn pool party. And for, you know, a silver daddy like me, there are so many hot men here. So many. So many. And I just happened to see this one walk in, and he had the most beautiful eyes. Oh, and his name is Shane. Yes. And he's sitting right here. Say hi, Shane. Hi, how's it going, guys? 
Yeah, I have to say, you do have beautiful eyes and beautiful thank hair you, and you, the beautiful you. body thank and you. beautiful everything. Uh, but are you from Are you from Fort Lauderdale, Miami? I, or I am not, actually. I'm from uh, Miami. I'm from uh, Kendall. Miami and down in the Kendall area. Yes. So a little inland for people who don't know where that is located. 13 miles west of downtown Miami. How long have you lived? Are, are you native to Florida? I am actually. I was born at Baptist Hospital. That's in, technically in Kendall, so I'm very Kendall. I'm very from. Oh my very much God! Kendall, yeah. Yeah. There's not many really Florid people from Florida, Floridians I in hear, Florida. I hear that a lot. Yeah. So that's kind of, of amazing. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. You get to meet a lot of new, different kind of people. So yeah, I mean, growing up here would be a total different lifestyle than if you grew up in the Midwest, like Columbus, Ohio, or For sure. Cincinnati, where I'm from. For sure, I meet so many guys um, that they're actually transplants, and they, I always ask them, like, what do you prefer, Miami or where you grew up? And they're like, Miami, Miami is like where it's at, you know, whole area. Yeah, and. And it's just a different vibe down here. It's a very different vibe. But I would, I will say that the, the Fort Lauderdale vibe is a little bit different from the Miami vibe. I've actually been partying a lot in Fort Lauderdale. I think I, I, think I prefer the vibe here sometimes more. Is it because of the gay life in, <clears throat> with all the gay bars here that are close together? Yeah, I would, I would describe Wilton Manors as maybe like a, like a gay Disney world. It's just like... <laughs> It's just this cute little gay community, and like everybody knows each other, and everybody's super nice, and there's just like a real sense of community here. I, I feel. Yeah, and, and it really is. You have your different. You have your different areas of gay people. Like you have your daddies, and yeah. you have your chasers. The whole zoo. Your, yeah, <laughs> you have everything here in a two mi- in a two block area. And about 10 different bars that cater pretty much to all different genders of the gay community. Exactly. So yes. it's kind of very interesting. Super. Yeah. So now you are also online, correct? Are yes, you talking no? about Instagram or... Instagram, anything else that you do? I'll let Ooh. you talk and plug anything you want. Do you do Instagram? I do OnlyFans. I do, but I do also do OnlyFans, too. You do what? OnlyFans. Oh, why are you so quiet about it? You because do OnlyFans? <laughs> oh, I bet, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> so, how long have you been doing that? So, I've been doing it since summer 2018. However, literally a month after I got on there, um, I got a boyfriend, and we were in a relationship for about 14 months, so for... A few months into the relationship, he told me that he was okay with me doing it, but then he seemed all of a sudden to be really uncomfortable with it, I guess, as the relationship progressed. So I got off of it for um, the entirety of our relationship, basically, and a little bit afterwards. Is it because of the content that you were putting out, or was it because of everyone telling you how much they love you? My content was pretty soft at the time, um, and it still is in some ways. soft, like... You were talking about like I had you just, didn't have a hard you didn't have a hard on? Maybe like I was wearing some compression shorts and I like hit it behind that, but I wasn't like overtly showing my penis to everyone. Ah. Okay. Like full on. You gotta understand, for us daddies, when you say soft, we just think of the obvious <laughs> stuff. That's just we okay. live in a gutter at our age. That's where we live. So go ahead. So you were just Nice underwear. Yeah, yeah. More that, like modeling. Exactly. Yeah. Of you. Exactly. Which I can understand was be very hot and all that, but he started. Yeah. You felt like there yeah, was he some... felt some type of way about it, and um, we had a talk, and I, 
I love this person a lot, and I was just like, you know what? Like, let me just try. Let's let's see where this goes. And I mean, it didn't last, but it was a good learning experience for me. And um, I did get back on, like maybe like a month and a half after we broke up. I bet he's jealous now. Um, but um, I mean, we we stayed friends. Um, he's. He has nothing to be jealous of. He's a, he's a great-looking guy. He's doing really well for himself. So, I think it was just more like within the relationship, he he felt threatened because he thought that maybe guys would try to come on to me because I was on that platform. Right. You know. Right, and I can understand that because, especially, you know, it depends. It all depends on the person and how they feel. You know, and yeah. kind of like how accepting they are of themselves and their whole sexuality and everything. Well, because of his line of work, he can't put himself out there like that because people will find out. And right. he always told me he wishes that he could put himself, even on my Instagram, he always said, I wish I can put myself out there the way that you do and exude my sexuality, but it's not good for my image um, in a work context. Right. And I, I had gone through that working for an airline. You know, it's always that threat of being terminated if you don't follow the airline branding standard yeah. of wearing blue all the time, <laughs> if you get my drift. So, yeah, I can totally understand that. But you're, I mean, you do this, you do this, but this is not the only thing you're interested in. You and no, I, we just had a little no, bit of a conversation all. about trans and trans rights. Yeah, and you're really... I have a lot of friends who are, are trans. Um, you know, at some point, I even questioned if I was or not. Because I, I have, a, for me personally, I have a lot of feminine energy within me. And, like, I, I'm i very introspective. And, like, you know, you have to, like, think, like, hey, like, you have to consider all possibilities, right? So, I don't know. Like, um, that's why I think I'm so passionate about it. Because, like, I'm also a person who's very committed to um, change. And I feel like with trans people, that's pretty much a big part of their identity has been change. Right. It's been like completely changing from one person into another. another. Who they feel more comfortable yeah. being. Yeah. Or I mean not, not so much changes in like they actually like change because they always were the same person inside but it's more of a like a physical change that everyone can see. Correct. That's very interesting because what I find because of my age mm. We had a different experience coming out back in the 80s compared to kids now. You know, like, I knew, like, I could sit there and say, I've always known I was. But it would be like someone would say, you know, they would hear about a kid who's 12 years old thinking that they're trans. Yeah. And people would be like, how can a 12-year-old know that? Well, when I was 12, I pretty much kind of knew. When I was five, I knew I was gay. Like, I, as far as back as I can remember, like, liking boys, like, I knew that I was gay. Like, I knew that it was something that I probably shouldn't say out loud. Right. So, actually, I came out to my mom when I was 13. I was in eighth grade. But I realized that I was gay when I was, like, five. So, if you think about it, I waited, like, eight years to come out. Right. Because I, I knew that I shouldn't. She would always ask me, she's like, do you like boys or girls? And, like, I would tell her, I'm like, oh, I like girls. But, like, she knew. She's a mom. Like, moms always know. Moms always know. Yeah. And it's the hardest thing. And it's the scariest thing. It's the scariest like, thing to come out to your mom of oh, all people. horrible. Yeah. But you know your mom is the one who's going to probably support you no matter and what. And she supported me like crazy. Like, I never had any problem at home with my parents uh, as far as the gay thing. But um, I went to... Um, 
I went to a Christian school my whole life. Uh, my parents are not religious, but my mom decided to put me there because she thought it would be like a stable, like nice environment for me to grow up in. Um, but yeah, I, I came out there and I had a really bad time. School was a really bad time for me. So like, I'm glad that my family at least supported me because if, if I didn't have that support, I think I would have taken my own life. I, I, it got to that point at so many times where like I felt like that was my only way out of my situation, but I had to constantly remind myself that this isn't forever and you're going to come out of this and like you're going to live the life that you want to live one day. Yeah, and that is one of my passions is youth in suicide, especially gay youth with suicide. Um, that is something that's my passion because someone has to be there. They need someone to talk to. They need role models like you. Someone that they can talk to if they don't have family. And I lived in the Caribbean. We can have another conversation. We can do another whole show just on this, living in the Caribbean and having gay people where the parents try to beat the gay out of them. So, yeah, it was great meeting you. Oh, it was super, super great meeting you. Hey, everyone, I have to go to break. I wish I didn't, but I do have to go to break. You are listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Catfish Dewey's is my favorite place to eat because they have all you can eat. Hey, they have more than that. They have a regular menu, but I like my food. And on Monday, Tuesday nights, they have all you can eat shrimp. On Wednesday, it's the barbecue baby back ribs. On Thursday and Sunday, it's that Alaska snow crab legs. On Friday, it's the fried scallops. And on Saturday, it's the fried oysters and crawfish. Hey, Catfish Dewey's has been around for 40 years because they know how to do it right. Big family environment and has a great little bar inside the place. Let me just tell you, you need to go to Catfish Dewey's. You know, they're conveniently located at 4003 North Andrews Avenue in Oakland Park, which is just north of downtown Fort Lauderdale. See you at Catfish Dewey's. Welcome back. So, this show is going to be a very shorter version of the show than normal because there's a lot of parties going on. And this daddy has been working for the past five, six years and has worked every 4th of July. Never been off during 4th of July week. Never gets to go to the pool parties, the bear parties, the beach parties, because I was always stuck in the airport. This year, I'm having fun. So you're going to have to just go onto my Instagram and look for photographs of me. You can go to our website, trippinwithsilverdaddy.com. That gets you to any of the social media let me see if there's anything else I need to say. Because I'm going to make some coleslaw. You know, I'm famous for my coleslaw. Did you know my coleslaw took first place in St. Croix during the Mango Festival? Yes, I make an incredible mango jalapeno coleslaw. Someday I'll maybe have to share the recipe with you. But yeah, I'm the cook. I I guess you guys didn't know this. I used to own a restaurant, a little country restaurant. I was famous for my fried chicken and my cod, fried cod. 
So I can do some cooking, but we're going to go to some parties, have fun, take a lot of photographs, see a lot of friends, and I want you all to be extremely safe. Remember not to drink and drive. I can tell you a terrible story about that in my past, not involving me, but my little sister in my fraternity who's no longer here. So please don't drink and drive. That's why we have Uber, Lyft, friends, sober people. So make sure you don't drink and drive because we need you to be safe. Because I want you here next week to listen to a new episode of Trippin' with Silver Daddy. So everyone, have a very safe and wonderful week. Be careful no matter where you are in the world. Enjoy yourself. And I will talk to you soon. Remember always, peace, love, and respect. You've been listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy.